1: Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. It's
2: caught up on Fox 19 meteorologist Frank Marzullo is going to check in with us and let us know uh, how exactly this, this snow is going to affect things, mm-hmm. uh, which we're expecting sometime after 3, 4 o'clock this afternoon, how long it's going to go, how much we're going to get. Also, Jennifer Lopez will have words for you if you hit on her man. Mm-hmm. Plus, Kim Kardashian has words with Kanye over his wife.
0: Mm-hmm. We got words. We got women with words Everybody's today. Everybody's got words this Everybody's morning. Everybody's got words. I'm excited. I kind of like this. a big deal. Feisty ladies. They're all chatting,
2: huh? Plus, mm-hmm. will Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus show up on Beyonce's album? We've shifted from Taylor Swift to Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus. So we have a lot to get you caught up on the first e-news of the day, among other things. This is the Jeff and Jen
1: Morning Show on Q102.
3: always feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com
4: again hey frank hey there jeff hi everybody good Good morning morning. so here's the good morning i just sipped my coffee i have the energy i'm ready to go good for you um Thank you very much. No, so, yeah, we're good. So, this, again, manageable here. Uh, we've been so mild. I mean, the, the surface is really warm right now. So, the reason I'm telling you that is when this stuff starts flying later this afternoon, early evening, your roads generally will just be wet. Uh, so, Friday night fish fries, welcome to Lenten season, right? Uh, big we're over at St. Tim's this morning down there in Union. Um, so, you're going to be out and about for that Friday evening basketball. Four, five, six o'clock, roads generally wet. However it's going to look a little intense at times. There's going to be some good, steady snow showers coming down, but the roads staying wet early on and then becoming a little more slushy as that picks up. So this starts after 3, west to east, I would say between 5 and 9. All of us are in a, a pretty decent snow globe here uh, with roads generally, as long as they're treated, staying mainly wet and slushy. But as we get later into the evening, 8, 9, 10 o'clock, Outside of our city centers, less traveled roads could start to see some slick spots. The snow's out of here by 10, uh, 11 o'clock. Uh, still holding on a little bit far east, Adams County and whatnot. Uh, but tomorrow morning, it would be refreeze, slick spots, and just cold tomorrow. 28. So the snow totals one to three inches, possible uh, an isolated additional inch inside the loop or Butler, Warren counties. But you'll never measure that. Exact amount because again, when it starts falling, it's going to kind of melt on top of itself since our surfaces are still very mild, guys. All, All right.
0: right. How long do you expect it to stick around?
4: Oh, it's. It, oh, I would say between three west, uh, three to one a.m. We have snow threats, and then it's done. Tomorrow is just cold, no snow tomorrow, no snow on Sunday. No, and I here mean, you when go. When
0: is it going to melt?
4: Oh, 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 I would say but Sunday. I mean, okay. whatever's on the ground, it will stay there tomorrow because it's going to be in the, in the 20s. Okay. But the roads will be fine tomorrow. Right. Um, okay. But we got 60 next week.
0: Crazy. Yeah.
2: And Jen has one final follow-up question for yes. you, Frank. Yes,
0: Frank. Are you a yes. Francis or a Franklin or a Frankfurt? <laughs> or a Franco. What? A Franco. Just uh, Frank-o. Uh,
4: you know, I've always been a – my birth certificate's Frank. I was hmm. called Frankie. Oh. Well, For my family back in the day, I was also like my grandmother and stuff would call me Frank Frankie J because my middle name is Julius. Frankie oh.
3: Julius, I don't know why you don't. Julius, know me, Julius. that's F-J. awesome.
4: F-J. That's hey, what frank- I was I was born in the back of a town car in a casino. You know, I'm like <laughs> Italian in me.
3: Hey, I want to say I did love your shirt the other day. He had a T-shirt on that said, "Let me be Frank."
2: Oh, that's okay. great. Yes,
4: I get, That's very yeah. funny. It was funny. I, I, we had a Christmas party, and like three people brought brought me a host, brought us a hostess gift, and all they didn't know each other, but all three got me the same shirt. So oh, that's awesome. It. <laughs> that's nice. Yeah, we love it. All right, buddy. Well, thank you. Yeah. Hey, you guys have a great day. Good to talk to you. Yeah, great weekend. Post See Valentine's Day, ladies. Yes, I know. Okay. <laughs> <Bye-bye>.
3: <laughs>
2: take it easy man yeah, yeah. i was like i don't want to hang up on him because he just he'll just keep going
3: yeah he'll talk to you very chatty he loves talking to his Get people to the gab that frank's got it
2: that's right <laughs> all right well in e-news this morning it's hard to believe jennifer lopez would be insecure in her relationship i mean my goodness oh my god you know. she's
0: jennifer lopez right love love
2: of Pete. Oh, she's wickedly you know? successful really? she's smart Come she's a on. business mogul, I know, and she's just visually stunning.
0: I know, and that's why opinion. I roll my eyes at this story. I
3: roll my Jen. eyes. And, uh, somebody else <laughs> is feeling a bit feisty on this Friday. I am.
2: Well, I am. Jen and I were watching it here in the room. You might have been next door recording something, but uh-huh.
3: uh, oh, when she was on the Today Show, yeah, and okay. she
2: admitted she just flat out admitted to Hoda that she gets jealous if somebody even so much as looks at her man she said don't play with me do not play with me
3: dang ben must be right? the prize people wow
2: no but she says she's been that way with all of her men
3: oh yeah. it's not just ben yep what is up that's some it is. serious insecurities yes it is.
2: yeah but she added that things uh, will not get physical she said you know i'm a lover not a fighter, but I will let them know in a very elegant and ladylike way to step all the way off.
3: Wow! Really? Uh, J See? See, like she's on the J I mean, my surreal. whole thing,
0: my whole thing with all of that, always has been, you know, why? Why it's not those other women that you need to worry about? It's your man, you know. Right. It, it, let and and I'm always curious, like, okay, so somebody's hitting on him.
3: How does he handle that? Ben? What, you know, it, any. Man. Didn't Ben hook up with the nanny with Jennifer Gardner?
0: He probably did.
3: So, again, I feel like that was a rumor that's there. On that's on
2: him. That was ben. in the tabloids, right? <laughs> yeah. No, yes to everything you're saying. And I also think there is something within her that finds it incredibly disrespectful, especially when that kind of thing happens in front of her. And it does happen in front of her all the time.
0: I wonder what they do. How are the? What are these women doing? You know, what are they saying? What is the? Oh, flirting Oh, they know look what like? they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> what is the flirting look like? I mean, you know what
4: flirting looks I, like.
0: Well, but to what
2: extent? You've you have you have we have had visitors here, and you have called out after they leave. Of course, you know you call out and you are like. Do you see the way she was talking to Jeff? Did you oh <laughs> blah 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 blah. I'm such a fan, Jeff. She totally ignored me. <laughs>
0: you
2: know, not that you're jealous. Oh, correct. But you're very observant in that I way. Notice. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but I mean you're an innocent in all of that, obviously. You're oblivious to it. Do and you it's think not ben like you're oblivious? participating and you're not leading them on. You're not you're not
2: playing. Right. But you can identify it. You see it.
0: Yeah. But do you You're think but it's not, ne- but it's never been so over the top that I found it like disrespectful
3: to you? No, to Jeff. or I mean, and when Jeff was when Jeff got when he talked about being or getting ready to be divorced and we had best friends in every Friday, I would say that some of them were a little a little touchy. A little giving.
2: Right. But the only point I'm making is that you you both are very observant to it. Like you spot it. You know, you know it when you see it. Especially when it happens to your man, right?
3: I mean, I think yes and no, but it's the part of me that doesn't care. You know what I mean? Like, okay, go ahead. But with you Because
2: you you know Scott and you feel very secure in your relationship.
3: Yeah. But, but, with you, I think i I don't know.
2: I, I'm a bad example because we're not in a romantic relationship,
3: right. But I feel like men that are like, "Oh, I'm totally unaware of it are lying.
2: Oh, <laughs> you don't think they know. No.
3: They know You know Just like you said to Jen You can spot when somebody's flirting with you I think men well, can too And then they just pretend like What? What?
2: what? <laughs> I didn't do anything
3: You know that's true What are you talking about? Exactly My point <laughs> But with Ben Affleck Do you think that he plays coy like that? Or do you, like, that do you think That he plays dumb? Yeah I don't know. I would, like, if if some woman
0: is walking by and sees Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez is standing right there and she, you know, her eyes just get kind of big and she smiles and says hi, if J-Lo loses her mind over something simple like that, then I'm like, really? That's what I'm saying. I'd like to see that What? where is the line for J-Lo where it's too much flirting and she steps in right. and has to say something.
3: Oh, it's always happening at you the know, is at it the, barely
0: anything or is it, you know, a if woman I had to guess, I would him. say
3: it's at the casino table and the waitresses are getting a bit close to Ben as he's blowing through millions of dollars oh, and yeah. putting when, their boobs on him and that's yeah. when she comes in. They come up
2: from behind Ben and they're whispering in his ear, Can I get you something?
3: Exactly. Is <laughs> there something you
2: need? Is there anything I can get for you? Right.
3: <laughs> also if you're a regular woman and you run into Jennifer Lopez, aren't you like, Oh my god, Jennifer Lopez you know, you're not hitting on Ben Affleck at that point. You
2: know. Right. Like you should be paying attention to me. I'm Jennifer Lopez. That's, that's don't, probably what don't, you don't be you looking at to. my man. <laughs> right.
1: Okay. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
3: Pretty sure that's J Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
4: is Chris Jenner
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday, so the fun
4: never ends.
2: Blinded by the item. Listen wherever you get podcasts, and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
4: As part of an eco-friendly initiative, scientists have grown a meaty rice hybrid food, which is also the new slogan for Taco Bell. <laughs> Just how meaty is it, you ask? I don't want to tempt you too much, but the porous grains are packed with beef muscle and fat cells grown in the lab, then coated in fish gelatin. Mmm. Just like the fish gelatin-coated synthetic beef muscle and fat cells Nana used to cultivate. Hey, guys, I saw that a popular nude beach in Australia is facing a possible closure because of complaints from the public. Apparently, they no longer want to see what's going on down under. Uh, Scientists are resorting to once unthinkable solutions to cool the planet like dumping chemicals in the ocean, spraying salt water into clouds, and injecting reflective particles into the sky. It's all published in the New England
1: Journal of Screw It, We're Just Throwing Stuff at the Wall. What happens if we blow up the moon? This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. All right,
2: weather-wise, we have a winter weather advisory in effect starting at noon. Until 1 a.m tomorrow morning and then we'll see the snow move in. Uh, we were just talking to Frank a little bit ago. Uh, he said you'll see it move in anytime after 3 p.m and we'll continue until about midnight uh, and it could be could be heavy at times, but all in all, not expecting more than three inches, which is not nothing.
0: Nope
2: uh, but expect wet roads, slushy conditions in the evening mean mm-hmm. the drive home. Uh, Could be slick, however, tonight, especially on those less-traveled roads. Your high today, only 39. And then tomorrow, partly cloudy and cold, high of only 29. Right now, 34.
0: Okay. Kanye West likes his wife, Bianca, to be virtually naked when he takes her out in public.
3: Oh, all the time. Right? Mm -hmm.
0: And Kim has had enough. She does not want her children
3: to be around that kind of behavior. You know, what's funny, before you go further, you know, so essentially he just has her wear tights all the time. And the other day we were going to our dance class and Penelope comes running through the house with just tights and a T-shirt on. Hmm. And I was like, what are you going to wear? She's like, well, I'm wearing this. I'm like, you can't wear tights as pants. And <laughs> tights I'm like, I know. Pants. I'm like, tights are not pants. Well, that's, leggings are, but tights are not. Tights are not pants. So Great. I could see why this is upsetting Kim because...
2: Sorry, how are tights and leggings different? Tights are more sheer.
3: Tights are kind of like a thicker pantyhose, essentially, Mm -hmm. if you think about it. Okay. But I could see Kim being upset because her children are around this woman all the time.
0: Yeah. Hmm. This is the quote. Kim instructed Kanye to never let Bianca dress like that around their kids. She is truly surprised that Kanye would let his wife leave the house like that. Oh. So, Kim right. may have a point. Their 10-year-old daughter North actually drew a picture of the cover of Vultures 1, Kanye's new album, uh, featuring her scantily clad stepmom, and she posted it on TikTok. Speaking of Vultures 1, it got removed from streaming services because of a dispute with its original distributor, but it's back on thanks to a new distributor. But, um, yeah. Hmm. Interesting. What is Bianca's story? I'm mean, like, who is she a model? What... Is she how did Kanye meet her? What I
2: don't know anything do you, about do her. Do you
0: know anything well, about
3: it her says at all? Here she is an Australian architect who worked for Yeezy back in 2020. Okay. Wow. Yeah. But she is, I mean, I don't know. I mean, they are a very interesting couple. Mm-hmm. That's all I all I need to say.
2: Yep. <laughs> Well, the rumor mill has been chugging along these days with talks of Beyonce teaming up with Taylor Swift. And now even more country stars are being linked to Beyonce's next album. Uh, It's none other than the queen herself, Dolly Parton and Miley Cyrus. Let's do a little digging here. Back in an interview with Trevor Noah in 2022, Dolly said that she would love Beyonce to cover Jolene. She said she this is a direct quote from Dolly. She she could take my little songs and make them powerhouses. That would be a marvelous day in my life.
0: Wow.
2: Well, yeah, because she'd
0: make a penny. Probably, get, wouldn't she'd she? get some
2: cash from that. Mm-hmm. Sure. She'd get some royalties. And now, according to a reliable source. Miley Cyrus and Beyonce will be collaborating on a version of Jolene. They went on to say that Beyonce was impressed by Miley's cover And wanted her to join the collab. And if that Mm. happens, you know sales are going to skyrocket with those three powerhouses. Even without Dolly or Miley on her songs, Beyonce is still crushing the iTunes country charts. All four versions of Texas Hold'em are currently in the top five. Those versions are the explicit version.
0: There's an explicit version? Oh, yeah, yeah
2: there's an a cappella version that would be cool i
3: haven't heard that one all the pull that that, up that i'd
2: like to hear uh, the original of course mm-hmm. and then there's there's an instrumental version all five of all four of them rather are in the top 5 and then uh, 16 carriages took up the last top 5 spot at number 2
3: Oh, wow. Good for her. So, I mean,
2: that's just, that's that's pure domination right there. Mm-hmm. Now, just imagine what Beyonce would do if she added Dolly and Miley into the mix.
0: Oh, wow.
3: Oh, forget it. That would it. be crazy. It's going to break the world. Yep. Yeah. The wow. instrumental is fun because people have been doing so many fun dances to them, and there's even a line dance now, like a country music line dance that goes to her song. Mm. <laughs> great. That's great. That's cool. Of course there is. <sighs> okay.
0: So we know Escher got married to his longtime girlfriend over the Super Bowl weekend, but about 20 years ago, he wanted to marry somebody else. hmm Do you remember when he dated Chili from TLC? I do. From 2001 to 2004, she was seven years older than him, but he was all in. He even remembers having her poster on his wall when he was eight years old and hoping he'd meet her someday. Oh, that's funny. But the relationship ended when he tried to take it to the next level. He said, I wanted to marry her. I proposed and she told me no. I went through a great deal of pain after that, not trusting women or wanting to open up. He adds, I was a young man, and she had very specific rules that did not work for me.
3: I wonder what those were. But, wow. Rejected. Mm. You know, she's dating the Lawrence brother now. Um, Joey Lawrence? I think Matthew. Really? Yeah, Matthew Lawrence. I think it's Matthew Lawrence and Chili are, uh, let me make sure that's correct. Yeah, Matthew Lawrence officially started dating Chile following his divorce from Cheryl Burke. They've been together since November of 22.
0: Interesting. And they just
3: posted a picture of them yesterday, maybe? In Hawaii or something? Like, they're on some rock with some beautiful sunset? Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Cheryl Burke's
2: still doing that podcast?
3: She is, yes.
2: She's very good. She's a really good host. Yeah? Like, she, she knows the basic mechanics of everything. Like, she knows how to anchor a show i mm-hmm. was really impressed with her ability to like you know she's she's conscious of the listener she makes sure she resets she does it in a very natural way she tries to move the interviews along uh, there's just a lot of you know famous people who are not exactly show hosts yeah or very good at interviews and she's very good at interviews i was yeah. impressed with her it's
3: called sex lies and spray tans that's what it that's is that's the name of it she gets some good guests on there too
2: she does and she and she's very personal like she's very open about her uh, battle with alcohol and mm-hmm. uh, the mistakes she's made and and she just gives up a lot of tea you know a lot of the behind the scenes stories including her not so fine her not finest moments yeah yeah uh by the way i thought about you last night when i saw blake shelton and gwen stefani on oh, access yeah. hollywood <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they really hammed it up on Valentine's Day. They were on Kimmel, <clears throat> excuse me. They were on Kimmel the other night when uh, Gwen showed off a massive green emerald ring with diamonds. Oh. Uh, Gwen and Jimmy were talking about their families when he asked if if she had any special plans for Valentine's Day, and she said, "I got my Valentine's Day present early," and then she clicked her nails on the massive ring on her finger.
3: Mm. Mm. good for her. That's
2: yeah, sweet. the sound of her fingernails hitting the ring, which I mean, that's a level of rich
3: <laughs> <laughs> not
2: many people know. Yeah. She went on to say, Yeah, he really mixed it up. Usually I get amazing flowers, which I love, but this was this was just a here you go. I love wow. you, Blakey. Here you go. And then at the interview at the end of the interview, Gwen and Blake performed their new hit Purple Irises for the first time on television. It was Valentine's Day and you had two lovers singing romantic lyrics to each other, so how could that be any cuter? Sweet. Yeah, but I noticed, though, she was wearing, like, this pink, flowy outfit, and her hair was not, like, super pulled back tight like it often is. Mm-hmm. It was just all, like, out and flowing. and
3: She looked really pretty.
0: Yeah. I always wondered, did her face kind of fall a little bit when she lets the hair down? <laughs> okay. Because, I mean, well, she pulls it so tight, and you, that's something that, like, is done. Yeah. 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 There are like special clips to pull your hair back to make wow. your face look. I didn't
2: tighter. know that.
3: I well, know. then it's like up and back. So yeah, that it, it creates the illusion that your face is tighter and somewhat thinner. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean,
2: I am used to seeing her with, with the hair pulled back, which super tight. So yeah. it was i had to do a double take when her hair was all down and
0: <laughs> Yeah. Flowy and yeah. stuff. All right. So Paul McCartney's long lost, is it Hofner, Hofner bass guitar? It has been called the most important bass in history because it was used in the creation of recordings of dozens of Beatles classics. Well, it was stolen from the back of a van in the Notting Hill area of London back in 1972. But Paul finally got it back huh. thanks to a grassroots campaign called the Lost Bass Project. Members were able to track track down the original thief who led them to the person he sold it to. From there, they traced its journey over the past 50-plus years till it was finally located in the attic of a home on the south coast of England. Wow. The homeowner didn't even know the history of the base, and within days it was back in Paul's possession, and he's incredibly grateful to have it back. While it needs some minor repairs, it's still complete and has its original case and can easily be made playable again. Huh. Isn't that crazy?
2: That is crazy. How
0: did you track down a guitar after 50-some
2: years? Well, he's got the resources to hire the best of the best P.I. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning
1: Show on Q102.
3: That Taylor Swift uh, introduced Paul McCartney to Travis Kelsey's dad. They were all oh hanging really out oh
2: in yeah yeah I did see suite. that. And mm-hmm. Taylor
3: says to Ed Kelsey like, "Oh, this is Paul McCartney." I'm sure as <laughs> he had to be just elated. Yeah, Meaning such a legend. She's winning
2: over the parents. Like, oh, happened? <laughs> like just when you think, <laughs> yeah, the the whole experience could not be more wild of having you know your sons as successful as they are and yeah. all the
3: hoopla with that
2: well and all the famous people you meet and the interactions that result from it and then just and then it's paul mccartney and you're like oh my god (laughs) this can this get any better are (laughs) you kidding me yes
3: travis you gotta stay with this one man yeah (laughs) that's what he's saying right do
2: not screw this up
3: i saw jason kelsey too he was on i can't remember whose podcast he was on but he was talking about how their family is just not ready Or they weren't aware of her level of fame until they started really letting everyone know that they were dating. He was like, we've always been famous in the football world, Travis and I. He's like, but this is just.
2: This like, is a next level yes. they're not used
3: And to. he even told a story about how when Travis first started dating Taylor publicly, he had to move out of his house because he just lived in like a neighborhood mm-hmm. somewhere. And then he moved out of that house and he moved into a gated community. And the day that he moved in that afternoon, there were people at his back door in a gated community wow. that were just, like, knocking on the windows, oh trying to get into his house to see if Taylor was there. And so that's why he is, like, oh. Travis is on, like, another level of security now, like a mm-hmm. different – he's on a different level than everyone else.
2: That's crazy.
3: mm
2: mm-hmm. uh, I was very sad to learn that uh, Brian w- Brian Wilson from the Beach Boys has been diagnosed with dementia, and his team and family are seeking to place him under a conservatorship. Uh, Brian is 81 years old, and this is happening just weeks after he lost his wife. I didn't know he lost his wife. Hmm. Uh, I was really sad to hear that. I uh, Did you ever see the Beach Boys movie that came out? I want to say it was like 2014. It was called Love and Mercy. Mm-mm. It starred um, John Cusack and, oh, I can't think of that actress that's on The Hunger Games.
3: Jennifer Lawrence?
2: No. The older one. The uh, blonde? Yeah. The, oh,
3: d- um, oh, I want to say Emily, but that is yeah. not her name.
2: No, she played his wife. That. But anyway, uh, that was a really good movie, by the way.
3: Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth
2: Banks, Banks yep. right. Anyway, she played his wife who basically saved his life. And uh, so, yeah, I learned that she just passed away a few weeks ago, and now Brian has been diagnosed with uh, dementia just weeks after he lost his wife. Oh, so that Sorry to hear that uh, Also in the world of rock and roll Rod Stewart is the latest music legend To sell his catalog to Irving Azov's iconic artists For nearly 100 oh my God. million dollars 100 million dollars <laughs> As well as uh, some name and likeness rights I guess too uh stewart says rod stewart says can you look up rod stewart how old is he rod stewart says mm-hmm. this marks my 60th year in the music industry the time is right and i feel fortunate to have found partners in irving and his team at iconic that i can entrust with my life's work and future musical legacy
3: he just turned 79 in january wow.
2: 79 so yeah what do you do in a situation like that like do you entrust your music catalog to one of your kids? Like, do you just gift it to them directly, or do you just sell it and take the cash? I guess he.
0: I think he would sell it and take the cash, so you have control over who's getting it. You know, the kids are going to sell, don't you think? The kids are going to sell it once he's gone. The kids are going to sell it; they're going to want the money.
2: Right, but I wonder, like, how much income does that generate if you hold on to it?
0: I well, I'm sure that there's somebody that can, does that math.
2: Yeah, because I can know. see, like, if you're 80 and you don't have any heirs, well, hell, I may just.
0: Sell it know. and play with the money. Well, I mean, you think about it though. Justin Bieber got two hundred million for his, and Rod Stewart only got a hundred.
2: Well, and that's what's crazy. Is Justin Bieber's so young, right?
0: Uh, yeah. Well. Oh, the decisions you have to make when you're rich and famous. I just can't even imagine.
3: <laughs> but just think about investing that two hundred mil. Like you're young. Right. If, you know, you could blow through that by buying, you know, a couple fifty million dollar mansions, yeah. mm-hmm. or you can invest it and live for the rest of your life and never have to make another hit.
2: Yeah, mm. I guess so. I'm just thinking of the the heirs, the kids. You know. Yeah. That is your latest e news. We'll have more for you coming up after seven o'clock. In the meantime, straight ahead, we got three headlines for you. Two of those headlines are fake. One headline is real. If you can guess the real headline, we're going to set you up with a four-packet tickets to the Children's Theater performance of Rodgers and Hammerstein's Cinderella Youth Edition. That's happening at the TAF. This is the Jeff and Jen
1: Morning Show on Q102.
2: Lauren. Yes, this is Lauren. Hi, Hi, Lauren. Welcome to Jeff and Jen's Faker for Real. How are you this morning?
1: I am awesome. I'm on my way to work.
4: Excellent.
0: Awesome. All right. So we got your three headlines here. You can pick the real one. You're going to go see Cinderella at the Children's Theater of Cincinnati, okay? Okay. All right. Is it a woman puts woman puts fake coyote. I can't read my own handwriting. Woman puts fake coyote in her yard and animal control shoots it. Is it B, a city put fake alligators in a lake and received multiple 911 calls? Or C, man puts fake tiger in his backyard and makes neighbors' kids cry?
5: Oh, man. um, Let's go with C.
0: Go with B instead.
6: Ooh. B. E. Okay, B sounds great. B it is. <laughs> B it is.
2: Yeah, multiple people in Mesa, Arizona called 911 the other day to report alligators swimming around a lake in a city park, uh, which is the type of thing that sounds like a prank, but if anything, the city was actually pranking them. Turns out city officials recently added some realistic foam alligators to the lake for birds and turtles to sit on. But uh, a few of the 911 callers were fully convinced they were real, though. I think
4: there's an alligator inside water areas. It's just like, Hanging out.
6: There, yeah, there's like three live alligators in here. Yeah, there's one under the bridge. I think there's either two or three. Right now, I'm looking at one that's just swimming around. It um, actually bit my boyfriend's fishing line, and we had to cut it.
2: Yeah, this, this woman <laughs> was convinced that one of the foam fake gators latched onto her boyfriend's fishing line. That's funny. Uh, Despite the confusion, it does not sound like the city plans to remove them anytime soon. They actually just doubled down and added two fake hippos. They are styrofoam (laughs) hippo heads that float around. That's fine. So it looks like they're lurking under the water about to attack.
0: But nobody's going to believe there's a hippo in the,
2: yeah, lake. Right. A little less suspicious. But, uh. Yeah, it's a little something that the birds and turtles can sit on, I guess. On. Oh, that's great. It still looks kind of nature-y. So. nature
0: why not? Yeah. That is something that when you're living in Florida and there's a body of water, you are always looking at it, wondering if there's something lurking.
2: Yeah, you're told to assume, you're taught to assume there's yeah. a gator.
3: Always. Yeah. And
2: yep. every body of water. You yep, just assume except the one. ocean.
3: What about yep. the snakes? Do they teach you anything about them? Oh, well, there They're are everywhere. lots of them. Yeah. That's for sure.
2: Everywhere. All right. 17 after seven. Jeff and Jen coming up. Do you know what bed rotting, mid, and the ick mean? Yep. We'll get to that. Plus, no more cold beer in Tennessee. It's the Friday edition of News That Didn't Make the News,
1: coming up next. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to that story, dictionary.com just added 327 new words and terms, including a bunch of Gen Z terms that they like to use. And here are some of the highlights. Bed rotting. Bed rotting. Bed Does
0: that mean just laying in bed all day? I'm just total guess. Laying in bed all day watching Netflix.
2: Uh... Almost. The practice of spending many hours in bed during the day, but often with snacks or an electronic device wow, as yes. a voluntary retreat from activity or stress. I
0: like in that
2: part. case, you would call it <laughs> bed rotting. Hmm. Um, there's the ick, which is known as a sudden feeling of disgust or dislike, often in response to the actions of another person.
3: That this went around a lot when um they showed Travis Kelsey yelling on the podium, the the fight for S- your right screaming. to party yes. part of it. And then they panned Taylor Swift and a lot of people said she had the ick after.
0: I I would have the ick. Yeah. Yep.
2: She was given that. She was just kinda of like eh. Yeah. And that was right after. If you know this song, oh, sing boy. alone. Oh, okay. Here we go. All right. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs>
3: Did you see uh, Garth Brooks uh Xed or tweeted whatever at Travis Kelsey and was like, that was amazing, great job. <laughs> oh, great. Let's well encourage done. him. Yeah.
0: I wonder what Taylor's face would have looked like in that moment when she if
2: she would have been in the audience. Right. She's
3: in love with him, I'm telling you. <sighs>
2: Then there's mid, M-I-D, mid. What is mid? Mid is mediocre, unimpressive, or disappointing. If you okay. are any of those things, you are mid.
1: He's mid. mid.
2: Uh, but things like movies and shows can also be mid. Okay. It's mid, but, you know, something to do if you're bored. There's nothing else on. Okay. Bussin. Bussin is great, wonderful, amazing, like Bussen is the opposite of mid. Bussen spelled B U S S I N apostrophe. Then there's boobney. Not acne, it's boobney. 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 Pimples on your boobies? Pimples or a rash caused by your bra. Oh.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: You get
3: that mostly in the summer. I do. I would. Yeah.
2: Uh Barbiecore. That is so Barbie core <laughs> that's pink outfits accessories or decor that celebrates Barbie it's Barbie core mm-hmm. uh, girl dinner you've heard of that girl dinner often often attractively present a collection of snacks and involve little preparation okay girl dinner
0: I like girl dinner yeah. I'm about girl dinner it's yeah. like
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna build like a charcuterie board of like Nestle Crunch bars. And other treats, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Use your imagination. Cheat code. Cheat code. Cheat code. Yeah, it's like a two-syllable word for hack or a two-syllable phrase or, yeah. Cheat code. Apply your technique that bypasses traditional methods or rules. You could call it a hack or you could call it the cheat code. The cheat code to that is... Mm-hmm. Instead of saying "Here's a hack for," right,
3: it makes sense. The cheat code.
2: Range anxiety. This is funny. Anybody who drives an EV knows what range anxiety is—the fear that an electric vehicle's battery will run out of power before you get to where you're going. Yeah, I, I could never.
0: That would I would call. I'd have so much anxiety. I don't. Think you I don't could have could that have with gasoline. EV. No, because you know there's gas stations everywhere. And there's not t- exactly places to plug in everywhere. And then you gotta sit there and wait how long for it to charge.
3: But it tells you ten miles till empty. Yep. Three miles till empty. Sure does. I mean, you what know, what a gift. It feels like I Well, you get got a little
2: battery driving. thing on there. It tells you how not much that, percentage. I mean, we used a I mean, we drove everywhere. I'm trying to think, you know, when we rented we rented a Tesla, I think it was a Tesla X around Boston. And I mean, we went everywhere with that. Say from Thursday through month, never once had a charge.
0: No, yeah.
3: wow, that's pretty amazing. How
0: many miles do you think you drove?
2: Mm, I don't know, maybe 150, 200 miles. I mean, a lot of it was city driving, but
3: what about when they were know. talking about how um, it dies faster when you have to have the heat on and your car and your your phone plugged in? And, yeah, see, um, this
2: was a nice spring day, so there was no
3: yeah. Cause I saw that a lot going around a lot with people when those big storms were hitting with the um, snow and the, the freezing rain and stuff. Right, we were having to like charge them more often, and everybody was charging at the same time. So then they were challenged with finding the ports to plug them in.
2: Like if we had the garage space, I wouldn't mind having an extra vehicle, mostly for around here. You know, we're zipping if I was...
0: around town, right. I'd zip around town in a convertible, is what I'd be
2: zipping around town. <laughs> Little white something. Well, yeah, weather permitting, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I understand. Like people who have normal size houses. Have you ever seen a house <laughs> with like a normal, normal size house, but they've got like a five or six car garage?
0: The garage is bigger than the house. Yeah,
2: because that's what they're into.
3: Yeah.
2: Yes. You know, like, I don't need a huge house, but I, I would like a different vehicle for Every anything day, that early. comes my way. You yeah. know, like, <laughs> I want a big four-wheel drive,
6: mm-hmm.
2: but I want also, like, a little zippy, sexy convertible. Yeah. Um. You know, maybe an EV just because, I mean, they drive incredible. the Speaking of the Tesla Model S specifically. Yeah. It's the most incredible driving experience I've ever had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Trying to think of what else, you know, and then I get, and then I got my car and, you know, maybe something practical.
3: This happens, I see this a lot in Ross. When we drive through the neighborhoods there, for some reason, it's like people have a, like one of those little side-by-side UTV kind of things that you can drive in, like a Razor, a Polaris Razor or something like that. They have that or a golf cart just to drive through the neighborhood. Right. Yeah. And then sometimes almost like there's a ton of classic cars for some reason that I yeah. see in people's garages. I
2: love that. And
3: I'm not talking about like really old stuff. It'll be like an old Mustang yeah. or some sort classic. of Yeah, some sort of like little buggy car like an old model Ford or something. I'll yeah. tell
0: you, I'm so glad my parents yeah. bought a golf cart. Yeah. We putts around the neighborhood in that golf cart. All, the, All time. the time. Oh and yeah, the weather is nice, and it's just so fun.
2: You yeah. Know? Oh, I mean, our parents owned three of them at their place in Florida before they sold it. Three of them.
0: Oh
3: wow, that's good.
2: And th- I mean, that's how you got around.
3: They'll also always have like a, like an RV or a camper. That's another thing that you see a lot uh-huh. of in like the driveway.
2: I think that should be the new thing in housing trends. You know, multiple garages for people who. <laughs>
3: Yep. Your house has two bedrooms, but your garage can hold 15 cars. Yeah,
2: like the house itself is pretty (laughs) modest, you know. It's probably 1,800 square feet, but man, I got like a seven-car garage out here. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, And then there's shacket. Oh, yeah. What's a shacket? A mashup of shirt and jacket.
0: Yeah, shacket's been around for a while. That one I know. I own a couple of shackets. Yeah, you do. Very nice.
2: It's a garment in the style of a button down shirt made of a thicker fabric and usually worn over other shirts. That's what a shacket is. Shacket. Yeah.
0: Shacket. Now, everything in my mind, you've been playing Bob Marley music and know every word that you say. I'm in putting it into the, the like you You're say putting shack it into it. a song.
2: Yes
3: I'm like shack it instead yep. of we be jamming. Same. We be shacket
2: it. Doing the same <laughs> thing.
3: <laughs> and it's also just we jamming. Ah. She keeps saying we be We be jamming. <laughs> we we jamming. Jammin. Yeah
2: That's I saw the really movie yesterday. Song. It was really good. I liked it. I'm
3: glad
0: you liked it. Despite
2: the critics complaining about who don't like it because they don't feel it's a true biopic, but it's Mm -hmm. still very, very good nevertheless. And if you look at the audience scores versus the critic scores, the audience scores are way higher.
3: How long is it? Uh, It's not
2: long. It's maybe an hour, 45 minutes. Oh, good.
0: A regular, normal time. Yeah,
2: it's a normal time. It's not super long. not crazy. Uh, Seeing a sign that advertises ice-cold beer doesn't seem wrong unless you're at a middle school band concert, and then even. But Tennessee wants to make it taboo. Two Republican lawmakers have introduced a bill that would ban the sale of refrigerated or cold beer in Tennessee. Really? Okay.
0: Okay. Are they, well, is the thought process if they don't sell it cold, since people drink it cold, they won't take it directly into the car and start drinking?
2: Yes. The goal is to curb drunk driving right. and reduce deadly crashes involving alcohol. Drinking and driving is already illegal in Tennessee. Isn't it illegal everywhere? Yes. But open container laws do allow those traveling in vehicles to imbibe. In the state of Tennessee. Oh,
3: this makes sense. Okay. Because, for example, when we just went to Nashville last year for the Bengals game, we got on one of those party bus things that drives all through downtown. And the driver is obviously not drinking, but you're like, it's got clear panels and there's music playing and you can buy beer on there and everybody's like drinking and Yelling out the side. Why
2: not just strengthen your open container law? That seems so much easier to me. Yeah. Uh, Because the bill in its present form seems pretty vague, at at least the version that's been released publicly, but it specifically mentions beer sold, quote, at retail. So I'm assuming bars, restaurants, and venues could still serve cold beer. Oh, yeah. Uh, Some might argue... That's a bigger contributor to driving under the influence than sure. beer sold at gas stations, grocery stores, and breweries.
3: If I'm not mistaken, I I don't know if it's still like this, but Indiana was like that, or is like that. When you go into the gas station, all of the beer is served hot in the in the case or whatever. Like they don't have a beer cave.
0: Are there are there places that will still put your can of beer in a brown paper bag for you? So you. Have you seen that? Oh yeah,
3: Covington. Yeah. Oh yeah. What, what do you mean? Like you go into alley bag. yeah,
0: you go into the, the into the gas station and you buy a can of beer and they put it in a small brown paper bag so you can as opposed into to into the sleeve keep it hidden. So if you're drinking it in the car, you, oh. you can't tell it's a can of beer. I got you.
2: Yeah, some might argue that you know bars, restaurants, and venues are a bigger contributor to driving under the influence than cold beer sold at gas stations grocery stores and breweries but lawmakers are looking to address that too they'd like to see caps on the number of drinks a place will serve when a person can't prove that they have a designated driver how's that gonna work you're in a crowded bar are you counting in your head i don't know
3: also like what about
2: fridge? I've I'm, already gone up three times. Can you go up for me?
3: Right, but also like, what about if you're taking an Uber or a Lyft? If you get dropped off, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I'm going to call an Uber.
2: Yeah, some local breweries say this could be devastating because their beer requires refrigeration because it's fresh and unpasteurized.
0: Oh yeah.
2: Others say, well. This penalizes people who buy fresh beer to take home so that they don't drink it somewhere and then drive home. Hmm. But the lawmakers say there's evidence that people are drinking and driving immediately after buying cold beer. They say there are beer cans littered all along the sides of the roads in Tennessee and inside the cars of vehicles that have been involved in crashes. Again, it's just... blows my mind. why don't they just instill like install a <laughs>
0: uh-huh
2: an open container clause in that it's already cleared two hurdles in the state and is now headed a committee where it'll be debated if this if it passes this stage it will head to a final vote
0: i wonder i, w- I wonder how effective any of these laws really are i don't know at all i mean how many people who are going to drive drunk are going to change this behavior
2: whenever i'm in europe it doesn't matter what country People don't drink and drive because they go to jail. They just instantly go to jail. In yeah. many cases, the car gets impounded. Mm-hmm. Like, the penalties are so ridiculously stiff compared to U.S. laws yeah, that it it seems to have yeah, that, changed the behavior. It seems to be happen. effective, yeah, Kurt, but, we but just, we're just we just not like that here you know. for some how reason.
3: Often, how long do they go? You Is know, we're like...
2: about slaps on the wrist, probation, oh, it's only your first offense. Mm-hmm.
3: Is it like a year that they're there or is it really steep?
2: I'd have to look it up, but I mean you can't even have like one beer. Mm-hmm. Like if you have one beer, you better have a ride.
0: Wow. Well, I you know, is is the industry, the alcohol industry just so big here that they've got.
2: You think it's the power? lobby? Uh maybe. Yeah, it I don't know. Is
0: anything from that happening? That would be my guess.
2: Yeah, or the restaurant, yeah, you know, the bar and restaurant lobby. I don't know,
0: because I mean, if that if that were the case, I mean, pff, hmm. it would alcohol would not, because I mean, that's where bars and restaurants. I mean, they make so much money on drinks. Oh yeah, I mean, when you see how much they pay for it and then what they charge. Yeah, my for guess would it. be they
2: probably make more on the alcohol oh, God, than yeah, they do. Yeah, they though. do. You bet.
3: Oh yeah, every time you go to a Mexican restaurant and the margarita is fifteen dollars, but the meal is twelve. I yeah, mean, where's the money coming from? Well, found?
0: and the the it costs them, you know, fifty cents
3: to make worth beans, of the alcohol right? yeah. to make the alcohol, oh, yeah. and
0: then they charge fifteen bucks for the drink. <sighs> yeah, isn't
2: that crazy?
3: It yeah, is. that is crazy.
2: Okay, uh, here are four common things that can ruin your day, but we're following that up with good advice on how to move past it. Mm-hmm. This came from an article we found in the Huffington Post. Uh, Let's start with traffic, which we all agree, most of us agree, traffic can be pretty stressful. Uh, Experts suggest the best thing you can do is use the time doing something you enjoy, like listening to us.
0: There you
2: go. go. Or putting on... An audiobook. Maybe there was a book that you've always wanted to read, but you can never find the time. Well, there's chances are there's an audiobook version of it out there. Why not play that in the car? Mm-hmm. But please do it after our show ends. <laughs> uh, number two, canceled plans. Canceled plans. Our brains have a tendency to turn something small into something bigger. Like if a friend cancels plans at the last minute, we might wonder if they still like us. Oh my God, I'm like. Thank
3: <laughs> Off the hook.
2: <laughs> like in the moment, I thought it would be cool. And then I was like, why did I say yes? Mm.
3: The only time that that ever works out for me is if somebody asks me to do something months and months and months. And I'm like, oh, sure. Yeah, i mean in, in. In March, I'll totally want to do that with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And as it comes up, I'm like, oh,
2: God, what was I
3: thinking? I know. Why do I commit to stuff oh, in yeah. October? Did I not
2: rent? Did I forget I was going to be busy at this yes. point?
3: <laughs> yeah. I always am busy in March. Right.
2: Uh, number three, weather. Our mood can be impacted by the weather. I know that's something Jen deals with. Like yeah, when it's absolutely. gloomy or raining Seasonal or we've had a lot of...
0: disorder. Absolutely. It's horrible.
3: What about today? Do you guys feel like because we have this weather alert and a weather advisory, and do you feel like that's going to, like, has that... Bum put, a lot of people out. Yeah. Well, for me, I feel like... I, I feel slightly bummed. A, because it's been... It's like Friday... And all of a sudden, it's like, oh, you could go out to dinner tonight, or you could do this, or you know, we could celebrate the weekend somehow. But now it's like, you know, why death is coming? See, I have and the you got to be off the roads by seven.
0: Yeah, I got the opposite. I'm like, oh, now it's the perfect time to snow because I'm not going anywhere. I don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. I can just stay home and just look at it. And
2: or be maybe excited. it'll cancel things and I won't be able to go anywhere. <laughs>
0: oh well. <laughs>
3: See you, bye. Yeah, yeah.
2: And it's I a little different in our though. house. So Kristen gets really jazzed whenever there's like an impending storm. She just loves weather events for some reason. She just likes to hunker down. And we live, we live in the Kenwood area, so we got restaurants really close to us. So you know, they even if we have out. to travel like literally a minute or two from our house to grab something takeout or DoorDash, it's, pretty, a door easy. Dash. it's yeah. pretty easy where we live. Uh, And then finally, our appearance, our appearance, our own appearance can ruin our day. Bad hair day. Bad hair day or you got a big giant zit for some reason. What is going on? I've been
3: dealing with this one on my chin for like a week right over here. Yeah. It just pops it again the other night. I'm like, come on.
2: Uh, Let's see. The best way to get past these daily annoyances is to acknowledge the emotions that come with them. Okay. Mm -hmm. But without letting the negativity take over because let's face it setbacks are a part of life that's right but if you can kind of zero in sort of focus on those things that you actually do have control over that's that's a technique a pretty effective technique in keeping some of that negativity at bay mm-hmm. and there you go We're gonna take a quick break Seven thirty eight. jeff and Janet q1
1: this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. More of the Jeff and Jen Morning Show. You know, there's
2: that joke that people make about historically bad franchises like, oh, you're a Cleveland Browns fan? You must drink a lot.
0: (laughs) You have to. Yeah.
2: So a company that makes mobile smartphone breathalyzers got tons of volunteers to submit voluntary blood alcohol readings as they watched their NFL teams from last September through January. Okay. In all, they got more than twenty eight thousand unique blood alcohol content tests. Okay. And surprisingly, uh, Cleveland Browns Cleveland Browns fans were in the middle of the pack. This yeah. was actually a pretty good year for them. So maybe that they their boozing a bit. I don't know. But uh, in the end, there was not a clear correlation between the team's performance and how much their fans drink. Well, do you think you drink more when your team is
0: losing or when your team is winning? Yes. Well,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, the answer is yes.
2: <laughs> actually, the Kansas City Chiefs fans uh, drank the least.
0: The fans, maybe the team. And
2: they won the Super Different Bowl. story. Kansas City Chiefs fans drank the least, and they just huh. won the Super Bowl. So here are the fan bases that drank the least. Uh, let's see. Kansas City Chiefs with an average of .05, and they won the Super Bowl, followed by the Washington Commanders, New York Giants, Baltimore Ravens. They almost made the Super Bowl, and the L.A. Chargers. Now, you could argue the Washington Commanders and the New York Giants didn't make the playoffs, so, you know, what does that say? and then you have the fan bases on the other extreme that drank the most uh that would be the Tennessee Titans with an average blood alcohol of point zero nine. they did not make the playoffs uh followed by the Pittsburgh Steelers who did make the playoffs the Colts who didn't Falcons didn't New Orleans Saints didn't anyway Are the
3: Bengals on here at all
2: Well they're they're in the middle yeah. uh the let's see we were 21 uh Uh, Towards
3: the bottom, right? Yeah, we were
2: 21, Bengals fans and Buffalo Bills fans. So our blood alcohol average blood alcohol content was .067. Now again, these are mobile readings.
3: Yeah, so take that for what it's worth. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
2: all of those, right? They weren't necessarily taken at a stadium or bar, so there's no reason to think that they were driving. Mm -hmm. And since anything football seems to involve Taylor Swift these days. (laughs) They also checked the blood alcohol content levels of Swifties.
3: And they're Uh, higher?
2: They drink more than Chiefs fans.
3: Well, that's because we're partying at the T-Swift show, dude. It's such a good time. But
2: they drink less than Titans fans. Yeah. Uh, If Swifties were an NFL fan base, though, they would have ranked 20th right by the Bengals. Oh, nice. Yeah.
3: Yeah, but Nashville, you got to think about where the Titans stadium is, too. I mean, all they have... The tailgating there is so fun. Plus, they have all those bars right there leading up to the stadium. Right. Maybe that's why they have more a better buzz. Yeah. I love that we're still talking about football. <laughs> I know you
2: love that. I do. I know.
3: I know, but you know, Reds opening day is not that far away. I just in, when does spring
2: training start?
3: A spring training started already. So oh, it has. Yep. So the pitchers February. and catchers are already there. Um, I think they're the home the. Opening day is March, what, 30th, something like that? I forget, but it's not too far away. But I saw a billboard today for the FC Cincinnati. Their first game is February 25th.
0: And it'll be here before oh, you cool.
3: Crazy.
2: Yeah, I can bust out my FC quarter zip. Yes,
3: yeah. you can.
0: Yeah. You know, there is a, a there's super a, a Super bold story here about Patrick Mahomes' brother. Did you hear about this? His mm-hmm. brother. His brother, Jackson, that <laughs> you know, is... Is hated a lot of people just do not like this guy at all, but it looks like he might have been a hero on Wednesday. There's a tweet going around saying that he was with a group of people seeking safety from the gunfire and he was taking care of a child who'd lost his parents and was helping to keep the boy calm. Oh,
3: that's nice!
0: Yeah, wow, yeah.
2: Well, speaking of sports, Iowa's Caitlin Clark set the new scoring record in women's college basketball.
0: She is so fun to watch. Do you guys watch her at all? It is mind-blowing. I watch the highlights see her when play. they when they show them. Yeah, she's she's oh.
2: insane. She did it with a monster three-point shot yeah. from the home court logo. Here's Here comes her.
1: Clark. How will she go for history? <laughs> that is from the
4: logo. The right. all-time leading scorer in women's college basketball. Caitlin Clark now has three thousand five hundred.
1: Wow. Let's hear it one more time for number
0: 22, wow. Yeah, now she's only 99 points away from the all-time record, men and women. Okay. That has been in place for over 50 wow. years. Wow. Good for her. So, yeah, she's just crazy good. By the way, they were playing
2: Michigan and beat them 106-89. Dang. Yeah.
3: They were interviewing her last night on the news before the game. So they recorded it earlier that day. And they asked her about, you know, what's going to happen. How do you feel like what's going to happen when you get to break the record? And she was like, well, I hope they don't pause the game because that's going to ruin our like momentum moving right. forward. She <laughs> was like, yeah, I let's wanna... hope they don't make that that's big a deal said. about She's it. She's like, I don't want them to stop the game. <laughs> Right. Yeah, uh-huh. that's how like yeah. in I it her head. I'm I watching
2: know. the highlights now.
3: But
0: that was that was the shot, and she's like ten feet behind the three point line. Yeah, that's sick. it's in, yeah, it's that's crazy. crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, yeah.
3: They she's did so so good. celebrate
0: afterwards. Do so
2: you guys hear the story? of This high school cheerleader who was wearing an official uniform at school and was told to cover up.
0: No. That was always my. I loved doing that when we got to wear our uniforms to school. Yeah.
2: Yeah, the mother of a high school cheerleader in Michigan is upset because the school told her daughter to cover up while she was wearing her official cheerleading uniform.
0: That the school picked out.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Now, it was not during a game. It was during school. But at the girls' school, you know, like every school I've ever attended, it's not uncommon for athletes to be asked to wear uniforms to school on game days. All the time,
0: yeah. Yeah.
2: And the girls' cheerleading coach told the cheerleaders to wear theirs yeah. again. Also, very common. Yep. Well, the mother says her daughter was told that she needed to put some pants on because if she didn't cover up, that it would be a distraction to the boys.
0: Would it be Jeff? When you were you distracted by the <laughs> cheerleaders when they wore their short skirts to school?
2: Yes, I was.
6: So I called the school office. And I was told that they are to wear pants under their uniforms at all times. It is a distraction to the boys. I don't feel that that should be a distraction to the boys. Girls have been wearing cheer uniforms issued by the school since I was in high school.
2: Yeah, she's not wrong. Yeah. So the mom wants to know if the uniform is appropriate to wear at games, then why would it not be appropriate to wear at school? She makes a really good point.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh, The school says it's not a big deal. Really? Because it sounds like you're making it a big deal. Yeah. They released a statement saying that athletic uniforms may not meet school dress code requirements. And this happens to be the case for the length of the cheerleading skirts. Huh. I'm with the mom on this one.
3: Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you easy. know, I'm,
2: like, yes, I was distracted, but that's on me.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. I mean, you, you need to learn to focus through your hormones. Exactly. You know? It's just it's it's part of a growing way.
2: into, yeah. an, into
3: yeah. an adult. Yes. Right. You got to practice. That's crazy. It's funny. I don't let my daughter wear her cheer uniform to school because she's gross. And we, I'm just like, I don't trust that she's not going to get it just Definitely totally dirty.
0: destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> Do the other kids wear theirs?
3: Sometimes. I think some of them have uh, older cheer outfits. Like this year, for example, they're getting new uniforms. Mm -hmm. So I will let her wear last year's uniform to school now. Gotcha. But I'm not letting her wear this year's uniform. Okay. No way, (laughs) Mm ma'am. You know what? I mean, even if she sits on a booger, it's on there. Gross. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, by the way, mudslides are not just happening in California. They can happen really anywhere in the country. And there is a Target store in the state of West Virginia that is slowly being swallowed up uh, by this continuing landslide they're dealing with there. Uh, portions of this Target in West Virginia now have to be demolished after being taken over and damaged by a slow-moving hillside slip. Mm. Can you imagine? Like, don't they do geological surveys of
0: so you know if there's a likelihood of you would think yeah.
2: on on a piece of land before you, you build think. on it. You would think, especially especially if you're investing that kind of money. Like,
4: right. well, it's a big surprise. <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone expected the back of the hill to start sliding. We'll just wait it out. There's other places to go in the meantime. I mean, when they reopen, I'll still come back to it. But I mean, it does kind of make you wonder. Like, when you walk in the store again, if something else is going to happen, you know.
2: There's no way to bring out the Army Corps of Engineers something to try to fix it. Fix that. I guess not.
3: Don't you think this about sinkholes, too? I I often think about you never really know when the the earth is just going to open up and your car could go in. Right.
2: Oh, yeah. That's been a big problem in Florida. Yeah.
3: And I saw, too, there was a video of it happening in Cleveland where it was like a police cruiser, I think, or something had. They knew that there was a hole starting, and the police cruiser kind of pulled up to make sure that nobody else was going Approached to dr- it. Yeah, and it swallowed the police cruiser. Oh has anybody done ever
0: done a study of the safest place to live <laughs> in the country that has the least <laughs> amount of natural disasters? <laughs> like, you're not, where is there where, I mean, finding a place that doesn't have a hurricane, that's pretty easy. But then, you know, let's say no tornadoes, no mudslides, no sinkholes, what about no earthquakes. Earthquakes, storms, blizzards. no like severe blizzards yeah you know, where where is the safest place to live in the country
2: See, you're not going to like it seattle
0: it is not seattle there's no way it's seattle
2: well you it's don't too- have to worry about tornadoes there you don't have to well earthquakes might be a thing
0: yeah
3: what definitely. about the storms coming off of the pacific do they ever get hurricanes yeah hurricane it's got be storms some, uh, not really they have to have not most really like in
2: seattle they worry that oh, like that they breeze. have tsunami alerts along the coastline. There okay.
0: You know. But
3: <laughs> no big deal. No, no, no. Well, if you
2: move a little inland, you should be okay.
3: How far inland in Seattle?
2: Well, then you got the mountains.
3: What about the blizzards? Don't they have a lot of snow there?
2: Uh depending on the elevation and where in Washington.
0: It's yeah. gotta be in the middle somewhere.
3: Like can't it's no, gotta be Kansas', Kansas tornado, tornado center. Tornado City. That's
2: tornado alley.
3: Right? Yeah. Is it somewhere
0: like Montana?
3: No, because they have those giant. It feels like minus 56 there in the winter and, time. Oh, Yeah, And let's oh, not forget cold. about avalanches. Yeah. I don't know. I think you're SOL.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can tell you that, like, growing up in New England, you know, the, the, the biggest weather event we'd have to worry about would be a nor'easter, but we're, we're pretty well equipped for that. I mean, that's not to say that it won't shut us down for a bit, but we're usually able to, you know, dig we ourselves out of it quickly. within a couple of days mm-hmm. in most cases, with rare exceptions. Uh, but, you know, when you get hurricanes, especially if you live down in the Cape, those can be pretty devastating if you got waterfront property. oceanfront What if it's property. Like West
0: Virginia maybe. Maybe things aren't too rough in West Virginia. What do well, they got
3: there?
2: Well, mudslides now. A la Target.
3: (laughs) I don't know. I think you just got to stay where you are on your farm.
2: Every state's got their own problems. Yeah. Every now and then when the topic of a state seceding from the rest of the country, like from the USA, comes up, because, you know, being in a union can be tough, and it's easier to get mad because maybe, you know, you live in a state and you don't agree with, you know, the laws that are being made in Washington, and you're like, hey, you know, we... We are our own state. We want to do our own thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what states are more open to, if you were to poll the populations in each state and ask people, do you think the state you live in should secede from the rest of the U.S.? We'll run down the list of states that have the most people that want out of the U.S. They want to, like, form their own country. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, like, like the country of West Virginia, for instance. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> like, Ohio is going to be its own country. That would be so weird. Yeah. yeah. weird. You know, we got to have a passport every
1: time we want to cross the Brent Spence. <laughs>
3: no way.
1: This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: Ghost stories, if you're not familiar or you're just joining us, mm-hmm. you're new to the show.
0: Yeah, this is uh, something we've been getting requests for for a very long time because people get ghosted outside of dating situations. I mean, friends ghost friends, family members ghost, co-workers ghost, and people want to know where did you go
5: and why. So here
0: we Caitlin
2: are. has a ghost story for us this morning, and we're going to try to help her out. Hi, Caitlin. Welcome.
5: Hey. Hi, guys. Good to talk to you.
2: Great to talk to you.
5: I have this friend, I guess I'm just going to launch right into this. Um, I've got this friend that I used to talk to all the time. You know, we hung out, we'd go to lunch during the week, go to parties together, get togethers on the weekends. And she just stopped calling me and she's not returning my text or my messages. We've been friends for like 15 years and I just I, – I don't get it. We met through a mutual friend who's actually moved away, and we kind of rarely speak to her anymore. But I actually called her to say, hey, what's going on with Megan? Do you know anything? And she had no idea, and I just have no idea, like, what happened if I did something. If I did do something, I just want to know what so I can apologize. And. Right. You know, make it right and get my friend back.
2: So the friend who moved away, you just simply lost touch with. It wasn't like you intentionally stopped talking to her.
5: Yeah, it just sort of like fizzled out because she just wasn't around to get together and stuff. Yeah, it was nothing nothing bad. But
2: you reached out to her to see if she had heard from Megan or if Megan had said anything?
5: Yeah, she said she hadn't heard from Megan in a while.
2: And then she was like, and come to think of it, I haven't heard from you either, Caitlin. Where have you been?
5: (laughs) well yeah i know i gotta be better at uh staying in touch with her
3: yeah but this is weird this is i'm with you this is a bit odd like
2: well 15 years is a long time to be friends with someone yeah would you say she's your she was your ride or die
5: um i don't know if we were ride or die status but pretty close to that actually like one of my closest friends i mean she was the one i'd call her if i just you know, needed to vent or talk about something. And first person I thought of if I wanted to go to a party or got an invite to some, like, yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it was more ride or die than I thought, but mm. now it's just sort of like yeah. crickets. It's nothing.
2: All right. Well, why don't we take a break? When we come back, we're going to call Megan.
3: Hopefully she answers.
2: As Second eight Update Ghost Story Edition continues next Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati. This is
1: the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: and Megan had been friends for uh, about 14 or 15 years they met through another friend who has since moved away and they've kind of lost touch with but when Caitlin sort of lost touch with Megan it concerned her because they used to be pretty tight and it did seem kind of sudden so we're going to call Megan and try to catch up because Caitlin has made some attempts and there's been no response from Megan unless there's anything else that I left out just
5: I mean I don't know it's I, I guess you know we didn't fight. there's not been any big argument or anything. I just can't I can't figure out what happened.
2: No disagreement,
3: and she's yeah, been nothing. active though, like you've been following her on social medias and seeing all the things she's been doing, yeah, okay, you know, I'm like maybe she got the flu, maybe she's sick, maybe something happened, but
2: well, she's got a funny way of treating a flu going out and
3: <laughs> partying it up yeah.
2: Hello. Hello, Megan. Hi. Hi, hi. It's Jeff and Jen at Q one oh two. How are you? Jeff and Jen, like D Jeff and Jen. From the radio show, yeah. You busy? <laughs> I'm confused. What is this about? Oh, you know, we just want to say hi, check in, talk, see how <laughs> you were. What you've been up okay, to. Okay, great. You've been busy lately? Uh, yeah. Who is it, right? <laughs> well, we talked to an old friend of yours. Remember Caitlin?
7: Okay. This is. <laughs> <sighs>
2: when was the last time you talked to Caitlin?
7: It's been a little while.
2: Is that was that on purpose, or have you just been that busy you haven't had a chance to check in?
7: You know, I'm I'm going to be honest. It's I'm not going to blame it on busyness. Um, I honestly, I just can't be around her. Why? Her husband is a dick, and he treats her like oh. and if I'm around, they're constantly bickering and fighting and like
2: oh they fight in front of you.
7: out nasty to each other are what? you
2: are you friends with him too, or is it more her than him?
7: No, it's her, she's my friend, yeah I, I could care less about him, honestly, it's just so uncomfortable like if I'm just with her, but if i'm but here's the thing if I'm just with her, she's constantly complaining i'm I've been listening to this for years. Mm -hmm. You know, she tells me story after story after story about how awful he is. You know, I'm like the dumping ground for how awful her marriage is. I feel like a garbage receptacle. Honestly, she talks about leaving him and help her make plans. I'm invested. I've invested, you know, and then she changes her mind. She never leaves him. She'll just call me back up, come to me for advice again, and I will give it to her again, you know, but she won't follow it. So basically, I feel used like this isn't a friendship. This is just, you know, oh, who can enable me today? Well, it's going to be Megan again, and I'm not going to do it anymore. There's just only so much I can take. It's not fair. It's not friendship. It's so frustrating to watch a friend refuse to help themselves. And I I won't anymore. I won't do it anymore. I won't. I'm done. I'm out. I'm sorry. Sorry, not sorry. This is sad. It is sad. It is sad.
2: Well, there might be a way to save this. Let's bring Caitlin into the conversation because she's had a chance to listen to everything you just said. Caitlin, is this a surprise to you, what you're hearing Megan say? Is this the first time you've heard this?
5: <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Um, I guess I thought you were listening and, you know, willing to listen, but maybe you were just judging me the whole time, which is, yes. I mean, disappointing doesn't even like I, I'm at a total loss. I thought you were the friend that I could talk to. And, you know, when you need
7: to talk, I'm here as well. I didn't realize. But how much am uh, I dumping on you? How much am I dumping? And am I refusing to make the changes in my life that need to be made? And what's disappointing is that you're still with that ass. You don't like him. He's a jerk to you. And, you know, the first few always. years I listened without judgment. It, you can't rationalize it like that. I mean, you can, but I don't have to listen to it. It's not fair to me. It's, it's, it, you're not what are you bringing? what are you bringing to the friendship? It's a friendship. It's not just a we sit and dump on each other. Is that a friendship? Is that what a friendship is? We sit and dump That's all we do. That's all it's gonna be. We go to parties i mean we've done we've done other
5: things but but that's I mean that's part of a friendship is that you're there you know like your things are really good for you right now. They're not so good for me, but like if that were to change, I would totally be there. i just I don't want to feel like I have to pick between like my husband and my friend.
2: Right, but I think the source of Megan's frustration is clearly you are unhappy, and you've been unhappy for quite some time, and you spent the better part of your time together talking about how unhappy you are, and she's tried to be that good friend who listens to you and encourages you to take whatever steps you need to take to change your situation, yet here you still are, and it's frustrating. She's, she's exhausted.
7: I feel that you are using our friendship as a drug, to anesthetize yourself to your relationship. And that's not fair to me. I am not a drug. I am a friend. I don't want to lose this friendship. I don't want to lose I'll this friendship have. either. This has been so hard. But, it's, but I just I feel so much at a breaking point. I, I am willing to try, but I am at a breaking point, as you can see.
3: Well, I think, I mean, obviously, she needs a friend because she is in such a relationship and that's going we, on for years and i need to see growth and self-care i know and i understand that too i mean i you know we all have friends that when we get together all they do is complain about their relationship and, and,
2: and you want to be a good friend you want to be a good listener you want to help them out you want to be supportive yeah but sometimes you get to a point where you feel like they're not ready to help themselves yes
3: so then you just like, stop what, inviting them. What am I just... even
2: doing here? Like, what am I even offering this friendship? Yeah. And, Caitlin, I don't know what the situation is with you and your husband. It's none of my business. But if you're not ready to leave, then, you know, maybe you guys just talk about other things. And if you do decide to make that move, you can always revisit. But for now, are you two willing to hang in there and give this another shot? Yes. And I, okay, and yeah, I realize how I much too.
5: I need to, to do and not, I'm really, uh, yeah, I didn't realize. And I'm, God, I feel bad. I'm sorry. I I really promise I'm going to try and do better.
7: Okay, I'm going to work on not being a judger. It's just, you know, it just became a breaking point for me. So I'm going to work to be in a judge-free space, and let's try to figure this out.
1: That's
2: what I'm talking about. That's
3: good. Because obviously, I mean, 12 years, wasn't it 12 years you guys have been friends? 15. Or 15 years, that's a long freaking time. Yeah. Yeah, it is a long time.
2: All right, well, this is great. Glad we were able to connect you two. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. Next time we get together, we're just gonna not talk about that other
3: thing. Yeah. Let's talk about other <laughs> things that are going on.
2: Yeah. Unless there's new news on that front. Cool. All right. Thank you. Thank Thanks you so much, you guys. Have a great rest of your day. See Thank you, bye. you.
5: You
2: too. You. Bye. Take care. All right. So we'll have ghost stories every Friday from here on in. Moving forward.
0: How about
2: it? And uh Yeah, they don't they don't always end with uh With the ending of a friendship, you know?
0: Yeah. I mean, we've, you know, that, and that's the thing is it's like these, I think, are going to be a little harder than the second date updates. Because the second date updates are dealing with two people who met once or twice for uh, some hours. And if it doesn't work out, okay. But these are friendships and relationships and could even be family. Uh, there's, There's a lot more invested there. So it could be a little heavier.
2: Right. Yeah. So uh, expect uh, regular second date updates on, uh, brand new second date updates on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh, so our regular second second date updates will return. And then, of course, second date update ghost stories uh, beginning every Friday from here on in.
1: Yep. Okay, 20 after 8, coming up. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102.
2: Are you I'm good how are you excellent how's the day going so far it's Friday you excited or is this the start of your work
4: week? yes no that I'm off this weekend three-day weekend I know All I right. feel
2: bad about the people like Kristen has kind of an irregular schedule so just because it's the weekend doesn't necessarily mean she's off. not working or she's off some sometimes it is but you know, for those of us who work a typical Monday through Friday
3: You know, there's a lot of people that are having the three-day weekend because President's Day is Monday. Oh, yeah.
2: We do not get to observe that. It
3: might be a bit slow (laughs) around here on Monday, though.
2: Yeah.
0: That means the banks are closed. Everything's closed, right, on Monday.
2: Yeah, and I hate it. When everything is closed, but I have to work, I want everyone else to be open.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Either (laughs) that or for us to be off. Yeah. Yeah, that would be okay, too. That's right.
2: Yep. So let's let's try to win you $1,000 so that you can uh, maybe take some unpaid time off. Yes. That's what you want. What do you want more? Do you want a raise or do you want more paid time off, Sarah? Paid time off. There you go. There yeah. you go.
3: That's awesome.
2: I wonder if you took a poll of American workers. What they would say. What they would ask, what they would want more.
0: I bet it will depend on where they are in their life. I bet the young people will want the money. Well, it
3: depends on, too, how much is the raise. Is it, like, 10 Gs? Or is yeah. it, you know, $1,000? Is so it
2: 50 cents an hour? Right. It's yeah. like,
3: you tell me how much money you're going to give me. Yeah. Yeah.
2: How about this? Do you want more paid time off, or do you want a big, fat raise with less time off? Ooh. We're going to deduct time. Like Still more time off.
3: Yeah, same.
2: You know... We're willing to give you a big, fat raise, maybe 10%, a 10% raise. How about a 20% raise, but we're going to take away a week's vacation.
3: Oh, no. no That's
2: no, mean. No, 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 no,
3: no. Let's not
4: no. get crazy. I might, I might, for 20%, I might cave.
3: I know.
2: <laughs>
7: really?
3: How but many, if, how but many but weeks no. a year do you get, Sarah? I to say that.
7: I get a six-and-a-half. Oh, oh wow. man. Yeah, girl, I'm
3: caving, That's too. That's
7: awesome.
0: Yeah, but
3: if you only get two weeks of paid time off, which That's is kind of much. standard. I wouldn't
0: cave then.
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you yeah. get two weeks' time off and they're going to take that down to one week, uh-uh. Wow. Uh-uh. <laughs> All
0: yeah. right. Well. I get
3: away from you people. <laughs> Seriously.
0: <laughs> no kidding.
2: All right, let's try to win you $1,000. <laughs> we got 30 seconds on the clock here. Uh, you'll have 30 seconds. Excuse me. You'll have thirty seconds to answer ten questions that begin with the letter we're about to reveal. Yep. Uh, if you do so successfully, you'll win a thousand dollars. Of course, you can't use the same answer more than once, and the key to winning is to pass as quickly as possible. Yep. I'm going to hold up the letter to the people who are watching on the Facebook Live video. Or are, are we? What are we? Yeah, we, on? we are. Facebook? So are we? we
3: are on Facebook Live, Sarah. So after the fact, Thanks. if you want to go back and see our <laughs> reactions, to go your watch playing, ourselves. Yeah.
0: Oh god. Oh, no. Is it is it that bad? Uh, I'm giving yeah. you a small ding. It's not good. It's you, the letter that goes both ways.
4: You got the- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means. It's a vowel
0: and
3: a consonant. Oh. Do you know what that is?
4: Y.
2: You got the letter Y.
3: Yeah.
2: Oh, it's going to be hard. I know
3: it might not be that hard. Just think about all of the. Just channel your inner Y. Think
2: about that six and a half weeks you get off a year. (laughs) Paid time off.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All
2: right, (laughs) all right. Here we go. Thirty seconds on the clock. I will not start the timer until Jen finishes asking the first question.
0: Here we go with the letter Y. Name something you put mustard on. Uh, pass a movie. Um. Yellowstone something you play uh pass something you stir ah pa- so, you something black um pass a business yogurt a healthy food
2: uh Yogurt. Oh, man, something that would have been worse.
1: Yogurt. Is okay,
2: yogurt. so a, y- a business. Y- y- Yahoo. Y- or yeah. Yahoo. A game. Yahoo. Y- Yahtzee. Oh. Yahtzee. Yeah. That's something
3: oh, play. I was thinking Yahoo. hoo oh, Yo-Yo. Yo-Yo. yo-yo.
2: yo-yo. Yep. Yeah. Play yeah. Yo-yo.
3: black. A Yaris. Or Yuck. What's it? A Yukon. Oh,
2: to- I didn't even think of that. Is
3: Isn't it a Yukon? Why
2: is the hardest? Yukon would have worked. yep.
3: Our boss has that car. Yeah, I was thinking yucca plant too, like for something. I don't know, you, you put could, mustard on yeah. Mm-hmm. yucca. I don't yeah, know. I mean if you well, had yeah. enough
2: time, it's probably doable. You just
3: you need like thirty yeah. more seconds. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yep.
2: <laughs> right, and even all that'd be tight.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah.
2: Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that was Sarah, a nice try. Yeah, have a
3: good. You weekend. You enjoy your
2: weekend and all that time off. Thank you. All right. All
4: right. All right. Bye-bye. You bye you. Yeah. See you, bye.
2: Bye. Bye. Yeah, weather-wise, we've got a winter weather advisory kicking in around noontime today, and that'll remain in effect until 1 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, The snow is expected to start sometime around 3 o'clock this afternoon, and it'll keep going at a pretty steady pace. In fact, Frank even said there could be periods of time where it feels like it's coming in hot, coming in heavy, Uh, but in the end... Only one to three inches. Not said, a ten. Only. It's manageable. Only one to three inches. Uh-huh. Very manageable. Uh, but we bring it up because roads will be wet and slushy to start and then more slick into the evening, especially on those less traveled roads. hmm See a high around 40. And right now we're sitting at 33 at
1: Cincinnati's Q102. This is the Jeff and Jen Morning Show on Q102. Jeff and Jen. All right,
2: so we're talking about states. I, I mentioned states where you know they kind of feel like they're they're an outlier from the rest of the U.S. You know, they kind of dance to the beat of their own drum. I mean,
0: California.
2: Yeah, that's one example. One? That's usually the go-to. That's the biggest, yeah. But oh, it's Florida interesting. Too. The interesting thing about California is that of all the states in the U.S., California is actually not the state that wishes to secede from the U.S. the most. In fact, they're not even in in second place.
0: Really? Who's ahead?
2: In a recent poll, 23% of Americans, if we're talking just Americans in general, 23% of Americans say they would support the state they live in seceding from the rest of the U.S. In other words, creating their own country. It'd be like... Like those of us who live in Ohio, supporting the idea that Ohio becomes its own country. You know, that, that we're seceded so from the rest of the U.S.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah. Um, 51% of Americans are all in with America as a whole. They don't want to mess with it. But there is another 27% of people who are thinking about it. Yeah.
0: So they like the way that their state is being run and are are afraid the federal government's going to screw it up? Or is that what they're kind of thinking? Yeah,
2: or they just feel philosophically they're different from the rest of the country and that maybe it would be better for them to kind of be their own country.
0: Yeah. you know,
2: We don't want to follow what the rest of the country is doing. Okay. And again... Your feeling might be different based on which state you call home. But the five states with the most people saying they would support leaving the U.S. are Alaska.
0: Well, they're barely, I could see that.
3: They're kind of I mean, of they're not, they're kind of, yeah. yeah. <clears throat>
0: I, I wouldn't blame them.
3: They're up
2: there. Uh, 36% of the people in the state of Alaska want out. They want to run their own show.
3: Huh. Yeah,
0: I mean, I, I would kind of feel like that if I were living up in Alaska because everything, the rest of the country is so far away. These people so far away don't need to be making rules about how I'm living all the way up here. They know
2: nothing about our life they up here, anything. how we it's, run it's things, our needs, different. our resources, right? Yes. Yeah. We want to secede. You know the number two state is? It's not California. It's Texas.
0: Texas. Oh. Well, Yeah. There's a lot of people that are escaping the rest of the country and moving to Texas.
2: 31% (laughs) of the people in Texas want Texas to be their own country. And let's face it, you know, without, like, I'm not going to get into the whole border discussion right now.
3: That was going to be my question. Uh, But
2: there are a lot of, there's a lot of headbutting going on between the governor of Texas and the U.S. Mm -hmm. You know, Texas wants to do things their way. Mm -hmm. And 31% of the population there feel that they should take it a step further and just be their own country so they don't have to answer to washington yep and then you have california california is number three 29 percent uh followed by new york oklahoma surprised me oklahoma was in fifth place i
0: wonder what's going on in oklahoma i don't know you don't hear much about oklahoma do you
2: No. I don't think so. No. I mean, I'm less surprised to see Texas, California, and New York on that list because, you know, they're wealthy states. They have a lot of people. They have really strong opinions, but strong industry. And they're arguably self-sustainable.
3: Is Oklahoma, doesn't that border Texas, though? Aren't they by each other? I believe it does. Maybe that's why. Maybe it's some of the, you know, leftovers from texas kind of trickling up there
2: like if california were an independent country it would have the fourth or fifth largest economy in the world california by itself
3: and population it's got to have it's got a ton of people that live there
2: and texas and new york if they were independent countries uh, they could easily be around the 10th largest economies in the world
3: Whoa. Like, they Whoa. would
2: all be fine, economically fine, because they have the resources, they have the industry. They would not only be fine, in some cases, they might even be better off not having to subsidize the other states. Do you think that this is inevitable someday? Do you think there's going to be one or Well, nothing two stays gonna the gonna same like, forever.
0: Right. Going to be, I mean, Brexit. Oh,
2: yeah. There's a lot of people who regret that move, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I
3: don't want to have to have a passport every time I want to hop a flight to L.A. <laughs> That's
2: actually one of the biggest complaints. For Is the it people. on yeah, there? Yeah, who like, you know, they, their mobility was kind of cut off mm-hmm. at the knees in some cases. There have been some, some exceptions. But, you know, for the most part, there's a lot of people who... I wish they could rethink that. For Alaskans, though, you figure it's got to be a geographical or cultural thing because they'd be in trouble on their own. You know, Alaska has the fourth highest federal dependency. Oh,
3: mm. really? Yeah, yeah,
2: behind New Mexico, West Virginia, Mississippi. So mm. they can't really afford to secede from the rest of the U.S. Yeah. No.
3: That would be interesting, though.
2: But most states, there's probably an 18 to 20% contingency of people supporting for seceding, and in every state, except for one, Republicans are the ones who are more about divorcing from America than Democrats. Yeah. And yeah, in fact, the only state where more Democrats want their state out is New Jersey. Huh. Oh, and there's one state that is... All about the USA, man. They have no desire whatsoever to leave the USA, and that state is Connecticut.
0: Connecticut. They
2: love being a part of the 50 states. They're so <laughs> small, they're just happy to be there. They're just happy to be yeah. at the party. Uh, I'm
3: so glad you invited me. Oh, thanks for having us, guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, less than 10% of the people say they'd even consider seceding. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. I don't know. I think Ohio's pretty much in line with the rest. I feel like Ohio is pretty much in line with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, they work well with Washington in most cases.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, especially <laughs> when you have a, a Republican controlled House,
0: mm-hmm. or
2: or a Republican president. Yeah. Who's running the then show? It goes
0: well over there for them.
2: Yeah, but can you imagine, like if if Ohio, or Kentucky. Or even Indiana, seceded from the rest of the country, like every time you'd want to... <gasps> no. And you'd have to show a passport. You know, you'd sh- roll up to the toll booth, just like you do when you go to Canada. You roll up to the toll booth, you got to show mm. your, Pull
3: out your passport
2: little, or, your yeah. pass- or your Nexus card. Sometimes, Sometimes you
3: can use the card, yeah. I've I got the passport Canada. card,
2: right. Mm-hmm. I've used
3: Not that. Indiana, yeah. Canada.
2: <laughs> For Canada, yeah. Yeah.
3: Man, no thanks.
2: And if you happen to show up during lunch hour when everybody's gone lines are extra long oh man yeah every time you cross the brent spence bridge oh that would it's already (laughs) hell i couldn't imagine yeah that would be something wouldn't it right all right quick break we've got denise johnson with your
1: final look at traffic this is the jeff and jen morning show on q102 Jeff and Jen. All
2: right, guys, say hi to our newest Best Friends Club member. This is Michelle Easton of Westchester. Hey, Michelle, how are you? Hey, how
1: are you all?
6: Good.
2: Pretty good, pretty good. How are things at the Whole Foods in Mason?
6: Oh, great. You know, we just had Valentine's Day, so it's incredibly busy.
2: That's good, Lots that's good.
6: Talk chocolate-covered strawberries we sold.
2: Yeah. Oh, and yeah. Is, uh, is Angelic Bakery, that's something you own, right?
6: Yes. That is what I own. It's my own
2: personal business that I started. So is that sort of a side hustle to complement your full time job, or yes, it is
6: actually. I do a lot of farmers markets, and we are a part of this one group in Hamilton called the Witches Market, which is like a farmers market for like mystical and all kinds of like sage and crystals and all good stuff.
2: And do you bake crystals into your baked goods? <laughs> Stop Great it. question. No,
3: recommend it. (laughs) We don't eat crystals, Jeff. Oh. Oh. What about edible glitter? That kind of looks like a crystal. Yeah, I do use edible (laughs) glitter when I bake my cookies. Oh,
2: that's funny. (laughs) Good. Every now and then, you know, we come across someone in the Best Friends Club who is a twin, which you are, and I always am... And just I have to ask that question about the, the fabled cosmic connections between twins. You know, I've had people say, I have nothing in common with my twin. Like, we love each other, but outside of the fact that we were born on the same day, there's really no connection. And then I've had others that say, oh, my God, yes, we can sense each other. We always know what the other is thinking. We finish each other's sentences. How would you characterize your relationship with your twin?
6: We finish each other's sentences, pretty much. He's actually just a minute older than I am, but... We just have this uh, incredible bond with one another. And after, like, my mom passed away in 2021, which is when I started the bakery, um, and we just kind of, like, bonded even more with just the, the fact that, you know, she was never there, and she was no longer there. So we were just kind of, like, had to, we just knew each other. We, we knew each other's feelings. We knew we were completely opposite. Like, he was more of the reserve type person. I was more the outgoing lots of friends, but we still kind of characterized our relationship as just we have that twin bond. We always are going to have the twin bond.
2: Do you guys live, live close or far apart?
6: We live close. He actually lives in Hamilton, so it's oh, maybe about cool. a 15-minute drive.
2: Oh, that's handy. Right. <laughs> that's neat. Well, we're happy to have you in the club.
6: Well, thank you for having me in the club. This is awesome. This made my whole highlight of my day. Oh, I cool. Ran my, I, went, I ran to my fiancé, and I'm like, I love you, too. It's the best friend club. And oh. he's like that? <laughs> yeah, made my whole highlight of the day. That's great. That's great. Oh, well, you have a great weekend. Oh, thank you. You guys have a great one. I love listening to your morning show. I have to listen to it every morning.
3: Oh, I even, you. I'm we even
6: late that. going into work because I want to listen to it. Okay. That's, funny.
2: That's, That's funny. the greatest compliment you could give us, right Truly.
6: there. Oh, it's well worth it. <laughs>
2: Anytime our show causes you to be late or miss something or. Get you in trouble with someone? Then yeah. that's that's the best.
0: We know we're doing our job. How many times do you hear that though? You know, with people who have to be into work at eight. Oh, I've had they're... people
2: like legit pissed off at yeah, us. Yeah,
0: because we don't give you the 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 second part of the second date update until after eight. What do yeah. you tell Soon them? Soon enough. Do, well, see?
2: I mean that's not intentional, but I mean we got to break it up because we got other business that we got to tend to, and you know people. We're not always able to solve these issues quickly. Correct,
3: but we also have the podcast for that exact exact reason, reason. right? And that's up, uh, going up hopefully soon.
2: But if you're a Jeff and Jen super fan, uh, that's why we created the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club because we real, you know, we noticed just over the years. I mean, there are fans, and then there are super passionate, super dedicated, super loyal. Uh, really enjoy engaging with the show on a on a regular consistent basis and we just felt that we needed to find some kind of way to sort of reward recognize them in a next level sort of way mm-hmm. uh, so we created this club where we've had you know we just had the Philip Phillips thing
0: yeah that was a lot of fun
2: that was super mm-hmm. small super intimate it was best friends club members only yep and we had it right here at the station, just a quiet little gathering. I know, and impromptu.
0: he's so cute and sweet and funny, and oh yeah,
3: he was—he was, he was he's, just he's like just hanging out with your friend. Yep, it was awesome. Yeah.
2: love him. Uh, so anyway, the Jeff, the Jeff and Jen Best Friends Club is brought to you by Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment and Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. Each month, uh, our Jeff and Jen best friends will be entered into win a two hundred dollar gift card from Jeff Ruby Culinary Entertainment. And Mitchell Salon and Day Spa. So, does that mean a two hundred gift card for Jeff Ruby's and a two hundred gift card for Mitchell's are two separate gift cards? Correct.
3: Yep. How awesome is that? We're almost coming up on our um, pulling the winner. We're about halfway through, people. Yep. Let's go.
2: And so, who's so? Is that all best friends or just the ones who became best friends this month?
3: All best friends. All best friends. Yep.
2: Got it. So, if you'd like to sign up. Uh, you could do so online at WKRQ.com. We have an online application you can fill out and each day. We select a Jeff and Jen best friend member of the day. Yay. It is 17 after 9 with Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's q Q10- one.
1: Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.